Hello and welcome to the Daily Nugget. I'm Mike Conan and this is today's Daily Nugget. Well, we're continuing our journey through 1 Peter and we're picking up where we left off. One could say this is part two of the uh, rejoicing and sufferings or whatever we want to call it uh, passage in Peter. And this is going to be a recurring theme in Peter's book, by the way. As we said in the beginning, these folks he's writing to have been taken from their homes, dispersed throughout the region uh, for the sake of Christ, uh, in some cases for the sake of just being Jewish in other cases, but they had lost everything. And he is writing to people who have lost everything in the moment, and he's trying to get them to a place where they can recognize that even if they have lost everything, if they're facing immense challenges right in the moment, there's more to life, and especially they can find a sense of joy, a sense of peace, a sense of faith with what they're facing. In verse 6, he continues on, In this you rejoice, Again, that word rejoice means give back joy. Uh, So God gives us joy and we give God joy back to God. Though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials. So the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. And again, there's a lot in there, but wanted to say this. This is the third different place in the Bible where it teaches us to rejoice in our sufferings, rejoice in our challenges. Um, Uh, The Apostle Paul says um, in Romans, uh, you can read it for yourself there. Uh, It's He talks about rejoicing in our sufferings. James talks about rejoicing in our sufferings. Peter talks about rejoicing in our sufferings and challenges and trials. And in Peter's case, he talks about it in a different way. In both James and in Paul, they talk about it producing perseverance, and perseverance produces character and character hope in those very, very similar paths that they take it down. But in Peter's case, uh, he talks about it as a way for your faith to be tested and then revealed. Uh, it is in times of trial and times of challenge that our faith is revealed. Our faith is shown to God and to others around us. Uh, because our hope is not in this world, but our hope is in the next one. He says it's like a fire, or excuse me, it's like gold that is tested by fire to see if it's pure. And this is how God does it in our lives. God wants to know if our faith is real and genuine, or if we just love the giver rather, excuse me, the gift rather than the giver. Uh, what the We love the provision rather than the provider. And so if our life is always easy, we may n- never be able to show God that we love him more than the world that he has created, more than uh, the gifts that he gives to us, more than the provision that he gives to us. And so uh, in all these things, then we uh, can find joy in knowing that it's an opportunity for us to show uh, God our faith. I used to call these OTAFs, uh, opportunities to authenticate our faith. Uh, Whenever we face challenges, that should be our identity is... This is an OTAF, um, 
And it also is that moment too, where he's talking about the end where he says, and it should result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus when he comes back. In other words, he'll be able to look at you and say, that's one of mine, that he belongs to me. She is my daughter. Uh, It is powerful to think that Jesus would look at us and the things that we go through reveal the faith that we have in him. And it brings him joy. It brings him deep joy um, because this faith is honoring to him. And so if we, if we think about all these things coming together, just remember this. When you're facing challenges, you don't have to be depressed. You don't have to be sad. You don't have to be overwhelmed. It's okay to be that initially. But your default setting when you're facing a challenge, hopefully as a Christian, is not depression and sadness. But it can be joy. And the, the way it can be joy is focusing in on what is to come. Christ is, to co- is coming back. Whatever we're facing is momentary. And the most important thing is that Christ has bought us, purchased us, back from evil, to be a part of the kingdom of goodness and light in all that God would have for us. And this kingdom is coming now, and it's coming and advancing through his people and his spirit but it's going to come in full force when Jesus comes back. And that is the most important moment in life. So I hope that you can find hope. I hope that you can even find a way to rejoice amidst the suffering you face uh, because Christ has come and you have faith in Christ. And even when you're facing challenges, know this, it's probably God giving you an opportunity to show that your faith is real and genuine to him and to the world around you. Because if it's not, you'll fade away. May we be people who persevere in hope. Amen. And this is the ministry of our true legacy. Thanks for listening.